Capcom, go! Inappropriate, go! Away! PG filter. <laughs> full, full force. Now I know who my hero of the week is. Superman. <laughs> or Quagmire. Don't worry, Jared's going to forget you. <laughs> nope, I'm on it now. Welcome to EC Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. I'm Laura. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. Uh, I am not going to forget the, the hero of the week this yes, time. You are. And neither am I, because so. I might have last time, if you remember. That's so. right, you did. Yeah. So I'm not the only horrible da, da, one da, da, here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> We're all horrible forgot, people. Okay, so I only forgot one time. How many times have you forgotten? Jared? We have no proof of me forgetting ever. We literally have recordings so of So if you want to find proof, <laughs> you're going to have to go back and listen to some of our old ones. To they, prove oh, it. yeah, that's a good Yeah, example, right? if, if the viewers, listeners right. would like to document Jared's lies, please go back and write in with every episode. None of the girls <laughs> that might be asking him out for a date don't. Don't worry about it. He's not a liar, though. No. So don't or don't do what Lori just said. Yes. Miss misspeak. That's yes. right. Uh, no, that makes me sound like an idiot. Then. You know what? <laughs> we all misspeak. I'm sometimes. good. <laughs> anyway, we're back, folks. Hi. Uh, with a full cast. Uh, all four of us are here. Hello the there. The rivalry's over. The rivalry is over. What rivalry? Exactly. We just made it up. It was for the running suspense. joke since you guys were on opposite weeks. Because that was the running. You specifically joke. chose every other week. It was the week that she wasn't here. And then I forced you guys to bury the hatchet. No more fighting, because it is what it is. Where's the hatchet? Uh, it's in the garage. Yeah, there is a little one in the garage. Then it's not buried. Well, because... Have uh, you been in our garage? It is kind of, it is kind of buried. Actually, from a point of view. here's sad news. This will be my... No, no, no. <laughs> it, it is buried from a certain point of view. <laughs> if tonight goes poorly, it's over. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're all here. Uh, our main subject is going to be rivalries. But yeah, before yeah. we dive into that, which I would like to go on record that Alex did not tell me this was okay. the topic. Yeah, I didn't tell you it didn't. to you three weeks ago when you we didn't. said that's what it was going to be. You didn't. Uh, when three weeks ago? At the at, at the store? Uh, I thought it was on the podcast. Actually. Yeah, it was on the podcast also. I wasn't here three weeks ago. Where was I? You were here three weeks ago. Yeah, you were. It was two weeks ago you weren't here. Because I think at some point you were like, why does Laura think we're fighting? Yeah. Oh, maybe I was I was focused on that and yeah. didn't yeah. listen to you. You didn't listen? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, but before we get into the rivalry thing, uh, I do want to have some, quote, breaking news-ish. Um, EW.com is reporting from Jonathan Hickman that there's a yes. new Marvel event Ultimate. coming up. Marvel Ultimate Ultimate thing. Invasion yeah. is coming Ooh. out this June. Um, they're... We don't really know much other than there's going to be a preview in it for Free Comic Book Day in May, and then the series starts in June. The only thing I don't like, or I'm worried about, is that it did say it was only a four-issue mini. So, either it's a really cool event that kicks off the Ultimate Universe again, maybe? Or... It needs to be that good because it's only four issues. Because we haven't seen the Ultimate Universe in Secret Secret Wars, the most recent one. Secret Wars. That was when Miles Morales came over into the main universe. But he wasn't part of the Ultimate. Oh, he was he part was. of the Ultimate. Yeah. Was the, I thought he was right. the main one. Yeah. He's on the, the only picture, one I cared about. On the picture, though, um, it doesn't have Spider-Man or the X-Men. It looks like it's the Ultimate yes. version of the Avengers. But I thought during Ultimatum, a couple of them had died. Well, they've... That's, that, that's yeah. been a, a forever issue with the Ultimate Universe. It's like, oh, yeah, the Ultimatum was the end, and then, oh, never yeah. mind, we're doing right. more. And, right. Yeah, that uh, confused me. But the main story that they're advertising is, it's written by Jonathan Hickman. Yeah. Uh, and the art is going to be by Hitch. I think Brian, Brian Hitch. Hitch, who was the 
original artist on the Ultimates and back in the early 2000s. I thought that was awesome. There was, uh, I remember the one issue they were actually talking about who, what actor would play who if they ever did the Ultimates live version, basically. The what MCU. Have, the MCU. It was the blueprints for the MCU. Right. <laughs> and it was funny because uh, Samuel Jackson was cast the, as Nick Fury. Cast as Nick Fury. And that's who they were like, oh, yeah, he would totally be Samuel Jackson. Uh, but yeah, this is the what little information we have is it'll be focusing on Miles Morales and okay. the Ultimate Reed Richards, which is also known as oh, it's an M he's name, got a funny it? mask now, like Master Mastermind or something. Um, oh shoot, I just had it. I didn't Sorry. like the Fantastic Four in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, they, Reed was kind of a jerk face. He, well, yeah, yeah, they were too kitty. They were too. Young, they were too. I don't know. <gasps> too young. It was hard to take them seriously because <laughs> we've always known them as scientists, and they were, yeah, too yeah, young. They were, they were I kid think. proteges in mm-hmm. this, like yeah, yeah, and it's uh, savants. Yeah, and he didn't read the article, so I'm just gonna try to help. You no, know, I, fill in. I did read it, but I'm and trying he's trying to, to read it. it now. But when like words and words are happening at the same time. Well, you know, I mean, sorry, that's what happens when. People write comics, and I, I do wish I could remember his name. I remember not liking the new Reed character, and yes. wasn't there an underlying subplot where he was? He had a big plan. Oh, it might have been in King and Black. He's doing something with the symbiote codexes. Sure, but that, that wouldn't have been in crazy. the the Maker. That's he's the it. Maker. Yeah. I knew it was an M name. Oh, the Maker. Yeah. So he's yeah. a three D printer. Yeah. Well, the, or he's a Jedi. He's he's a Jedi. He's Anakin Skywalker. So the comparison that the article is making also... Why not? Also, C-3PO would always say, oh, thank the maker. And he was made by Anakin. Mm-hmm. Your logic is there. <laughs> okay. That's Once you put what I do. C-3PO into it, I get it. <laughs> thank the maker. Uh, but the comparison is being made with the maker. Like, oh, and this is being written by John Hickman. The maker is the main villain with this, theoretically. And like, oh, well, what else has John Hickman done recently? House oh, and Powers sure. of X. Charles Xavier. They both have a very similar look with a... Skin tight bodysuit and, and the, the weird helmet covering their face. Right, like oh, is, are they are they going to actually throw that into the story of having the similarities between the two of them? Where you, a rivalry, right? Where you don't see their faces, like, or is that just Jonathan Hickman, Hickman's thing? He's like, nope, just put him in a, a weird helmet, skin suit, yeah. we're good. Has he Do done you think that? It was his choice, or the artist's choice, though. I don't know, both. Maybe. I mean, at least for Xavier, I think that's probably his. He probably had a say in that to some. Oh degree. yeah, because he wanted yeah. to make sure Cerebro was. Yeah. Mobile. Right. Now, for the maker, mm. I can't say for that, but cause I think the maker, I think that was still with Mark Miller that was part of the Ultimate Universe that did that part. He was in it for most of it. I think he was like, like, like we've talked about with the Injustice, with, uh, help me out, author, Injustice. Uh, Tom, Tom Taylor. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, at year four, he was more of like a consultant, and then Injustice kind of just went downhill. Less hands-on with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I know Mark Miller had the was And he the was like that part in of, the third phase of the Ultimates. Right. And then ended up being, just being Ultimate Spider-Man, because I don't think that was selling, and that was Brian Michael Bendis that carried the story forward of the Ultimate Universe. And I think he was like, the only one that really survived. I mean, sort of, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like most of your key X Men were dead, right? Um, what? Yeah, I... Same with with the Spider People, as far as you know. Yeah, I don't remember there being that many Ultimate Spider People other than Miles Morales, though. So, 
There weren't that many had Spider Girl. Yeah. Well, who he was, was already dead and resurrected and dead. Right. Uh, oh, Spider-Man, right. they, they had Miles, yeah. then they had Peter, obviously. Uh, yeah. Those are the three I could think of, so that wasn't like a huge Spider-Verse type. I remember situation. the first... Pre-Spider-Verse. Pre-Spider-Verse, yeah. The first volumes of all of the Ultimate Universes, like Spider-Man or X-Men or the Ultimates, right. they were just awesome. Yeah. And then it, they tried to keep that awesomeness and... Like with the X-Men, they were just like, okay, you're dragging this out way too long. Right. Yeah, they couldn't really find their foothold with with uh, X-Men at all. And no. Fantastic Four wasn't that good. Yeah. It is, it is definitely a weird thing that they were trying to do. Like, all right, we have this brand new line, and it whittles down to just one of just Spider-Man. Like, right. everything yeah. else, like, nope, we're abandoning this, abandoning that. Well, and I like the, I think the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate premise with the Ultimate Universe was, what would these heroes look like in the real world? In the, yeah. in the 21st century, yeah. here and right. now. Exactly. Yeah, right. Spider-Man had a cell phone is how I like right. to think of it. Yeah. And even, I mean, I remember what was when we see the, the X-Men um, in their uniforms for the first time, I think it's Jean Grey who's like, uh, does anybody think that it's creepy that our, our professor is putting a bunch of teenagers in skin-tight suits? And then, like, mm-hmm. the issue later, Cyclops gets shot like with a gun and the, at the end of the issue and then the next issue it's like well thank god for kevlar it's like okay you're making realistic jokes about the things yeah. that were you know that are fantastical in the books yep yeah i would like to see them do something and who knows maybe this is the kickoff of them trying to bring back the whole ultimate universe in general now yeah. like trying to reboot it completely because yeah. i mean the pictures that they have and the still they showed mm-hmm. like there's a bunch of the people that were dead at one point. I yeah, think. I was pretty I was sure. Didn't the, the blob eat wasp or yes, something during, that was ult- gross. during ultimatum? That was and, super gross. You know, so there's a handful of different things there. Yeah, it shows on the cover: Ultimate Iron Man, Cap, Hawkeye, Wasp, Hulk, Thor, and Giant, uh, Giant Man. Possibly. I, yeah, it's like their alternate version of Ant Man. Um, well, he did. He went both ways, right? He yeah, Ant Man, and I, then he became. Did he go Ant Man as in the Ultimates? It's been a long. He started time. as a. Oh no! Yeah, no, he started. Did he? His first thing was ants. He controlled them. Okay. But his his original power that we saw was Giant Man. Okay, I couldn't remember exactly how that went, and I know he was abusive, and you know, I I thought I, I, I'm going to say this in the worst way possible. <laughs> I thought the way they showed that was awesome because it was right. it was it brought it to light right. a bit more. It's, right, it's like oh, superheroes aren't perfect, you know, Correct. like everything else we've seen. Right, and it's it's hard to it's one of those things that we 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 see I think too much today where we want to talk about something going on in the world and it's in the books. Mm-hmm. It's. And it's like no, no. I think you need if you if if you if you saturate comics with our reality with what we live in today, it becomes less important when it's in the fantastical world. Yeah, spousal abuse is a huge problem, right? Like, right. it's not maybe running rampant per se, but when it happens, it is, and I mean, devastating. Right? Yeah. yeah, and they so, portrayed it like very well in yes. this. Not not that it's good, but you know they portrayed it. Yeah, they right. They made it realistic. Right. Yeah. Right. 
And and I think for for people who wouldn't have understood that, because it's kept so secret, um, uh, people don't they just don't talk about it publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody reading this would have re- reading that would have been like, oh, like if it looks this bad for super people, which is not a real world, how bad does it look even for? regular people in right. the real world right yeah. yep. yeah it's like the drug abuse issues too like bringing real world problems to the superheroes to see how they deal with it right uh i wonder if red we're gonna arrow? get uh, uh speedy. he became red, red arrow yeah, yeah he was speedy uh, at the time he was speedy at the speedy. time yeah which is funny because became irony yeah. he became arsenal then red arrow oh that's <laughs> back to arsenal <laughs> okay yeah see and that's why i was asking like what was it he, he had a drug problem right mm-hmm. yes yeah, there and, was a book club way back when we had like the real physical book club at the stop the the store. So, I wonder if they're going to be doing like one shots with this too, like in the Amazing Spider Man, in Iron Man, and I stuff like that. Kind of hope not. Which I, I mean, kind of hope not so, too. But it's like that. This sounds like it's going to be a pretty big. You know, if this is an invasion, the Ultimate Universe is invading our. Sure. You know, the six one six or whatever. And well, how, how are they going to expand on that? Is it just going to be contained in these four issues or but all the, is yeah. it going to be universe well, spanning? And the, and the tag says the transformation of the Marvel Universe begins June 2023. The see, transformation. Don't they say that every uh, time? Yeah. yeah, right. And so well, I, yeah. I think they're going to well, because have the, the side stories outside of this four issue mini. Didn't, didn't yeah. Marvel destroy all of the other universes with uh, it was the, Secret Wars? Yes, the, because the, the recent secret because wars. that's why that's where Miles became into the main six one six, and we get the maker it, right, and the maker stays there too, and we get possibly ultimate doom or something. We had uh, old man Logan who was in the that universe we also then because battle world battle we, right yeah yes. yeah battle world that yeah, was yeah. Was. That was yeah. that was part of the secret world wars and then that's what I'm saying like alt, the old man Logan got saved into the six one six because regular Logan was dead and he was. Frozen so, carbonite, let's be honest. Was that the part Dead where time. <laughs> Multi-Man was involved in a lot of it? Or was that still Secret Wars? That's what we're talking about. Battle World Battle took place World. during okay. Secret Wars. Oh, okay. My mistake. Okay. And that, yeah, that, and that's why Miles got saved because he had a cheeseburger in his pocket. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm starving. Yeah. I'll take anything. And like, yeah, it was Here weird and go. dumb, but it worked. Miles Good is enough. kind of a gross kid. I mean, kids are gross, so that works out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... On the cover, it has the Ultimate Universe on one half, and it has the main 616 on the other half. However, on the 616 <laughs> side, it does have the Maker looking like he's leading the charge. Right, right. So I don't know if he's leading the incursion or what. Or But then behind him is, fan- is Mr. Fantastic. Right. And in behind Mr. Fantastic is Charles Xavier with that same right. helmet thing. So yeah, I forget, was it in the movies or in the comics where like all the reeds, there was the Council of Reeds and they were all manipulating everything because... That was, that was this. That was Secret Wars. Okay. okay. It was uh, different aged reeds. It was like a younger to a super old beard. It was pre-Secret Wars when Reed had, it was in like the own Fantastic Four where he had his own Council of Reed Richards where that was pre-Secret Wars. Okay, but I think they referenced it. Oh, because. It's it's been a thing for a minute. It it started in that Avengers book post-Siege. Post-Siege when they are actually 
building the incursion thing that was like that's five it. years before that's Secret it. Wars. Yeah. We're like, yes. oh, these universes are colliding and one gets destroyed. The only one remains and it, it'll whittle down that eventually. That lasted a long time. It, it was a very, because it was a tease like Free Comic Book Day. Like, oh, three years later, it actually, they, we see the resolution to that. Yeah. But during that time frame, yes, is when we had the Council of Reeds where it had all the different ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, they had the Thors. They had the yeah. Thor Core or Thor something. Thor was one of the was one of the worlds. Maybe that's what I was thinking. The battle worlds, yeah. yeah. I remember that now. Uh, we had the Marvel Zombies world. We had yeah. a bunch of... Who knows? We may talk about that book in a few weeks because we haven't discussed the most recent Secret Wars, well, we have we? Can't... No. no. We've mentioned it on the show a couple times, but so I've, I've read never it. read it. So maybe no, we'll do that. Maybe, in, maybe we'll do that in a few weeks then. We'll see what happens. I'll write it down. Uh, so in the meantime, uh, we... that. That was unexpected news that I just saw today. So I was like, all right, well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, briefly. I saw that right before we. Um, so let's do our main category, <laughs> our main subject matter of rivalries. We'll only do one per person since we filled 20 minutes with talking about Yay. the Hello. news. The news Wait, of the we're week. Talking? The news Is of that the what week. we're supposed to be doing? We're talking about the news of the week. Right. So now we'll go to our prepared statements. Prepared. Not me. I'm going to be very <laughs> loose with that. Uh, I'm going to kick off first with uh, one of my favorite rivalries. Uh, Charles Xavier and Magneto, um, where for me, they're not necessarily antagonists to each other because they were friends at first. Like, oh, we'll save humanity, you know, and then they started having different paths of doing, and they, they reunite and separate through the course of time because drama and comic books, uh, but differing viewpoints of Charles Xavier, oh, mutants should live in harmony with uh, mankind equal everything like oh we're just among you it's no problem versus uh, Magneto's like um, no I've seen what humanity can do uh, especially people that are different I survived the holocaust we were different we were treated horribly so we need to fight before we get oppressed so they have the two different warring methods of how they how they resolve their saving of the mutantdom um, now that like I said that's changed Oh man, countless times probably of how other. I don't know. I think ultimately we still had that underlying message. I mean, yes. <clears throat> I, and remember when they when 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 they were created was in the sixties, and I think I've, we've talked about this before. How Xavier is the Martin Luther King character, and while Magneto was the Malcolm X character, right? And speaking to that generation, hopefully people were catching on to that, right? And hopefully this helped us get to where we are today uh but still it was how do we get to the same end point and really it, it, they never agreed that was what made this the whole house of powers of x because they finally agreed on an end point of unification with an unsaid goal in mind xavier always wanted peace with everyone Magneto wanted submission of everyone else, which is ironic considering he he was always saying, "I know what they what they're capable of. I'm just gonna do it first. He, he was a strike first before we get struck. He wanted them. He wanted humanity. Uh, how did he? Uh, I think he. I think we see the the here the first distinction of Homo superior versus Homo sapien in the cartoon in the '90s cartoon. Um, I remember that. Yes. Yeah, and I think uh, he wanted. He's always wanted submission of Homo sapiens. Where I was saying, like, it's still the end goal of the freedom of the mutants. But he he yes. was by yes. the by 
we need to subjugate them and like put them under control right. because this is the only way that we can thrive is by putting them under control. Otherwise, they'll put us under control. Correct. Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, now, that has gone on, I would say, a drastic change with House and Powers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Heck yeah. Where at this point, uh, admittedly, I'm not following it completely with the X-Men right now. However, it seems that Magneto has since said, hey, Charles, you're gone a little crazy. You need to step back a little bit. Like, let, the, let off the gas a little bit because of the whole resurrection protocols. Of, like, you're just... It used to be life was important. We'll be strategic about this. Do whatever. Like, we want to save the mission, but save our people. Now you're saying, kill them. Who cares? We'll just make more. Like, sure. It's like, Magneto, the thing is starting to realize, oh, Chuck, you've gone to the dark side. You need to back off. I never wanted you to become like me. Right. And you're becoming like me. You are my conscience. Now you're gone. What is happening? Right. Right. <laughs> Magneto doesn't, shouldn't be the conscience of the group. <laughs> you know, things are bad when the bad guy's like, why is everybody being worse than me? Right. <laughs> Have they discussed any more in X-Men how wasn't there a flaw in the resurrection process that people are starting to lose themselves a so, little bit? So, sort of, yes. Okay. Um, that's going on with the Sins of Sinister right now. Where it wasn't okay. a flaw. It was actually a designed trap. Right. Ah, so, okay. Uh, yeah, where Sinister has Spoilers. done his thing where he's... I was just thinking that. He, he, he's done his thing. His Sinister motives. He is who he is. Yeah. It's in the name. Uh, what is it? The you expect a liar to lie. It's the truth tellers. You have to be careful because they might tell you a lie and you won't expect it. Versus sinister, you know he's gonna be a bad guy no matter what. Where did we just hear that? Uh, I know it's in Pirates of the Caribbean. We talked about it on the episode on the podcast a few weeks yeah, ago too. Maybe that's what it was. I do that to people all the time. I get away with a lot of stuff because <laughs> no one expects me. There you go. The butterfly. <laughs> uh, Jared, who is the rivalry that you want to talk about? I had a tough time picking one. Um, you know, you could go with Superman and Lex, Batman and the Joker, but the one I, one of my favorite one was Green Lantern and Sinestro. Um, Sinestro was a Green Lantern, and he was uh, good friends with Abin Sur. Abin Sur gets killed, and because he's he's Abin Sur is the protector of the air the section of space that it houses earth he gets killed and his ring goes to a human the first human green lantern hal jordan so sinestro trains him and sinestro is basically like i'm not going to be a green lantern i'm going to be something more i'm going to rule this by fear instead of using my willpower so he has his uh, has a yellow ring forged and they do battle and hal jordan always wins um, some of the best storytelling was during uh, the Sinestro Corps War, before Blackest Night and everything. This kicks off the War of Lights, which goes into Blackest Night and Brightest Day. Uh, that was such a good series. Sinestro increases his power a hundred times over by, instead of him being the only yellow lantern wheeler, uh, he now has a whole army. And the storytelling in that was just phenomenal. Um a yellow ring finds Batman because he has the ability to instill great fear. Mm-hmm. And that's how they start to learn about, Hey, something weird is going on, you know, and this huge war between the green lanterns and, uh, the Sinestro Corps just was phenomenal. So that has been going on through so much. It goes through blackest night, uh, Sinestro and Hal Jordan constantly go back and forth. And it's some of the best storytelling out there. Well, and going back to Sinestro making the Yellow Lantern and sharing the ring, it kind of makes more sense. Like, oh, 
if it's powered by fear, mm-hmm. like, oh, one person fearing you versus, oh, if someone fears the whole army, then the whole right. army gets stronger by that exponentially then, too. Right. Like, it just makes more logical sense. Like, have more of us then because there will be more fear Wait to spread around. Right. Wait a minute. Logic in comics? Hey, I mean. Stop. (laughs) Yes, as we watch Batman fall from space and glide to Earth just fine. That's a different story. But I'm saying, though, for that, it makes. It was the angle. It It was the angle. It's the angle of approach. He glided in. You know, he didn't burn up on reentry because he hit the the atmosphere just perfect. Perfect. But I like how. that Kevlar suit. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, good. yeah, that's the Kevlar, Kevlar suit, yeah. and the yep. heat-resistant shielding from the spaceship too. That yeah, how go. many times does somebody blowtorch Batman and he just covers up with his cape? It's fine. It's the same thing. Right. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it makes sense why Sinestro would spread the ring around versus Orange right. Lantern. What? There's only one Orange Lantern. But that one's greed. He's like, I. This is mine. And he it's, doesn't want to share it. Yeah. It's so not a. It's not he's a sharing just, greed. He's not instilling fear. He's not <coughs> instilling his willpower. It's whoever it has it's, the most no, greed. I'm greed. I want this. Who, right. who gets, when when all the rings split in Blackest Night, who gets the other orange one? Do you remember? Lex Luthor. Lex does, yeah. Oh, and then they like fight each other. Yeah, pretty much. Because it's Lex like, versus yeah. Larflees. Who cares about this Larflees, yep. war of light that's going on? Right. We're going to fight each other just boom, boom, and boom. The Larflees Christmas special was awesome. Where he's just like, I want to, I want Santa to bring me all the gifts because he's greedy. So he's he's out to track Santa down. Love that story. <laughs> that was such a fun one. It was so stupid. Uh, I'm surprised though, Jared, that you didn't pick anything with Robin. With I thought about it, uh, Dick Grayson, the Robin. There's always been that question of who's the best Robin. Um, I liked the story arc of Battle for the Cow when they pitted all the Robins against each other pretty much to see who's going to be the I the heard the Batman. cowl. I heard the cow. Oh, like the, 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 the moo moo cow. Went, I'm like, wait, they the battled. Went cow they tipping. <laughs> the, there is the bat cow. Yeah, there there is the bat that. cow. I don't know that. Yeah. I don't understand that <laughs> It was from Batman Incorporated, wasn't it? I think so. Where it's a it vampire like... bat or a vampire cow. <laughs> oh, he's no, I totally heard you say cow. Yeah. Uh, like that was pre that was, rebirth. That was pre rebirth. Yeah. That was right before fifty two. Yep. That's why that was got when 52. Bruce Wayne came back from the dead. Yeah. As a cow. We had, As a we zombie had cow. The zombie, zombie bat cow. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, that was one of mine that I was thinking about. But, really, one of my favorite rivalries is Green Lantern and Sinestro. Probably yeah. mo- mostly because the Sinestro Core War, that was one of my favorite series of all time. And that was just phenomenal. Well, the fact that Sinestro was a Green Lantern, too. Right. And he, like, he was in the trenches with right. Hal. I mean, if they did a good Green Lantern movie, they could do a buddy cop movie with Sinestro and Hal before Sinestro turns to the bad side. Instead, we're going to get a buddy cop series with Hal and John. Is Hal even in it? I thought it was just John. I, there, I know there's two land, two. Yeah, there's two there, lanterns. They said there's going to be two of them. I can't hope be on it's Earth. not Hal. I want it to be like uh, or Kyle and Kyle John. That'd be cool. Or, um, um, Guy, Guy Gardner, yeah, Guy and that John, would be fun. Guy and John so, would be cool. But, that would but come Hal across would, a little bit more like Cable and Deadpool. Yeah, probably a little bit, yeah. But but Not Hal that's and a John thing. would be right. good too, because uh, one one of the dynamics between Hal and John is um, Hal was Air Force and John was a Marine. Marine. So there's been bar fights with them too involved, <laughs> where it's like Marines versus Air Force. You sure. know, it's like yeah, they were pitted against each other before they even knew each other. <laughs> so how did you feel about uh, Hal becoming uh, taking the yellow ring in 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 in, in justice? Oh, I liked it. I okay. thought it was a good twist in Injustice. So it kind of made sense. They're ruling by fear now. 
Mm-hmm. So anyway, I thought I thought it was fitting. So and then later he turns back to the good side and gets his green ring back. But spoilers. Was, I was going to oh, say, spoilers. was that in year one? No, that, that wasn't in okay. year oh, one. I was going to say, I didn't just read that. Yeah. When did that happen? Because in the game, in year one. that was year like year three. three. I think. I think that was year three. Yeah. Really? Or even in the game, because I didn't. I, I don't remember re- reading. Uh, I, I did read year three. I don't remember it apparently, but I do remember <laughs> how being yellow in the video game, which is. Yeah. Post year five, it was year year three, or it might have been Injustice two, because they only did one volume of that uh, that series. And because Tom Taylor did one, two, three, was off for four and five, then came back for two and for zero, the prelude the pre- to yeah to it all. Huh. Well, anyway, anyway, so yeah, Green Lantern and Sinestro mm. rivalry, one of my favorites. All right, Laura, what's next on your list um, or first on your list? Yep, almost only on my list. Uh, Spider-Man versus Venom, I thought was a good rivalry to talk Ooh. about. Wait, you I like was Spider-Man? putting money on uh, Green Goblin. That's what I like. Mm. I thought you were going. But that's that not really a Did rivalry. That's an arch nemesis sort of thing. But so is Green Lantern and Sinestro. So is Batman and Joker, Superman and Lex. So where do you? Uh, where do, I don't know. Where do you I, go I, from. I might agree with him on this one. Well, that one? is an arch. Like the rivalry is. I'm better. And I'm going to do what we're both doing better. Right. With With Spider-Man and Goblin, he's protecting from Goblin. Well, yeah, Yeah. sure. But but traditionally for 60 plus years, I have to protect New York City from the Green Goblin because he just wants to go all homicidal. So that yeah. that way I would agree with the arch nemesis versus okay. rivalry. I can I can get yeah. on that bandwagon. But, but in which the most is, recent storyline, Norman is trying to be more. Like I want to be a hero like you, Spider Man. Like he's literally. Said but that's that. he's the Gold Goblin. Now. Yeah. Oh, so. Okay. But he, I think he's just a Goblin. I liked him as Iron Patriot. Yeah. I did too. Yeah, that, that was, was good. good. That was good. So okay, yeah. sorry to sorry. interrupt. Oh, that's okay. Go on. <laughs> I think that's the point of our our podcast is like freedom of thought. This is all free thoughts. But yeah, I I really love how back in the day Venom started out as one of Spider Man's greatest arch enemies and rivals and like they were cut of the same cloth you could almost say the symbiote was given to spider-man in the secret wars the first secret wars yeah and he didn't oh yeah sorry i should be very specific yeah the og secret (laughs) wars um and it took a while before spider-man realized this this suit that he's wearing is actually a living creature and around amazing spider-man Number 300 was when he finally removed the suit from himself, realizing it was affecting his thoughts. The suit, the symbiote, found Eddie Brock at that time. And I won't go a lot into that. but um, And when it bonded, because the symbiote felt such hatred for Spider-Man and Peter Parker, because he's like, he just shunned me. He didn't want me. Like, what the heck? The scorned and, lover. Yeah. And I do believe at this time, um, Eddie had already had issues with, I want to say that Spider-Man or Peter Parker had outed him for falsifying a news story. So Eddie already had bad feelings towards Peter Parker. So then the Spider-Man symbiote... Spider-Man 3 yeah. was right. Mm-hmm. Except that was Eddie Brock so. Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah Topher Grace was Eddie Brock Jr. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Tomato. <laughs> he was explain, a tomato. Explain why he was not so big and bulky. Yeah, that's the place. only thing that saved me. But yeah, um, so Eddie already had issues, and then the symbiote bonds with him is like, yeah, we hate Spider-Man too. Our, our common enemy 
is Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. But then, as time progressed, eventually, um, I forget exactly how it happens, but Eddie gets arrested, thrown in jail, and his cellmate is Cletus Cassidy. And at this point in time, the Venom symbiote spawns. That spawn bonds with Cletus, becomes Carnage, and then Carnage escapes and does all these murders and makes it seem kind of like, well, just it accidentally. Like it maximum Carnage. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the... <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 it is. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 344 was when this starts happening, the Maximum Carnage uh, series. And so at first Spider-Man thinks that all these murders are from Venom, so he's trying to track it down and then realizes, oh crap, it's... It's a new symbiote. Where did this come from? And he realizes, I'm out of my league. I could use all the help I can get. And he appeals to Venom and says, hey, like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Come on. We we need all the help we can get. We got to stop this guy. You agree, right? And Venom's like, yeah, we're partners for this. So they set aside their differences at this point, fight carnage, go through all this stuff, end up using, see, the, the Madison Square Garden sound system is how they're able to... Um, <laughs> how they're able to stop Carnage. And let's see, that was in Amazing Spider-Man number 362, specifically. I also, as I was doing some research, I love that in Amazing Spider-Man 375 was another point where Spider-Man and Venom worked together because Anne Wang, uh, Venom's ex-wife, she was in danger. And they ended up teaming up to save her. And Anne appealed to Venom and said, Why are you always fighting Spider-Man? Like, think of all the innocent people he saved by letting him continue to do his work. In turn, you're sort of saving all these people too. Like, put aside your differences. Get over it. Stop fighting. Just just yeah. stay in your side of the room. Yeah, and they'll be on their lane. side. It'll be fine. Yeah. yeah and I figured at what, at what point in time when Venom escapes to, like, California and becomes the lethal protector, and he's like, I, I don't want to deal with you, Spider-Man. Like, but it probably was shortly after this. He's like, I I will let you live, but I need some space. So he, like, goes to the entire other side of the United States to I'm give Spider-Man space. I'm not going to murder you, but I don't like you. So I'm going to yeah. still peace out. Does yeah. he ever go all black? Does, does the spider icon always remain... Has it always remained? For the because most part, I think in some of the like King and Black and some of the more newer iterations of Venom, okay, he may have lost the. Because even the, when Scorpion had the Venom was Venom, I think it still had the the it, white spider. Well, I don't know if the, it was the spider as much as just the accents from the the Scorpion suit. Even I'm okay. not sure. Yeah. What I'm getting at is is I wonder what they're talking about when it comes to if. I hate Spider-Man, but I'll always have that. But symbol. I'll always have that symbol. Yeah. But then mm. I stop hating Spider-Man, or as as Venom put it, we hate we hate and we stop hating because that was always like a big thing. We yeah, are Venom. Yeah. We are doing this thing. Blah blah. We blah. are Groot. Wait. We, yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it'd be really interesting to think like, okay, you hate Spider-Man, but yet you keep the symbol. You, it could be a spite thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, no. Like, I'm ruining your image by having that. Sure. And, and then the the lethal protector, he still keeps. So then does he realize the spider might mean more than, you know, it just something interesting to think about when it comes to 
the the symbiote. Like or the, this... it could just be a lasting imprint from when his bonding with Peter Parker. I mean, that sure. that just the mark sure. of the spider has is transferred onto him at that. But point then too. that then that, that means the symbiote's never it never belongs or truly fully bonds with anyone else because even um uh, oh flash thompson thank you <laughs> is thank it you. sad that i got it from yes. your gestures no that's fine that's totally fine <laughs> he and, and then he knows that flash would have adored him when he was younger yes and would have kept but it's always there so it's it i don't know there's Something there. I, I, I just thought of that while you were talking think, about it. Yeah, I would think fair. maybe as a scar. Because, I mean, because Peter put it, was the black suit and it had the white spider when he was sure. slit. Yep. So when it left, maybe that's just a scar that stays on the symbiote then okay. at that point. <clears throat> that's why it's just it's always there. Although, one other note that I got in here was um, during the Agent Venom series, uh, Venom goes back to Clintar and gets completely like mind wiped, but still has that. Spider symbol. But, then, that, but that's and that what, would go with the scar thing. But that's when Flash still has it, though, right? For yeah. Agent. So, and Flash still knows Spider Man, loves Spider Man. So, like, that's just his honor, also at that point, too. Like, well, I'll still keep it because Spider Man's still my hero. And why not be a tribute okay. to him at that point? I, I think it's still, like you just said, it's still part of the scar. It could be a though. physical scar, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. That was a really good, I like that. I'm just making it up as we go, but no. so do they. <laughs> so do they. Yep. This is our. Our interpretation of the and, comics, and that would oh, <laughs> that would make sense why the Tom Hardy Venom movies doesn't have the spider on it because it doesn't have it never went to Peter Parker before, it so it yet. never had that scar. I don't uh, like it, okay. but that would be the it, explanation, sure. Because sure, if it's a physical thing to that, then that uh, yeah, no, that so I'm totally okay with that. Topher Grace's spy, uh, Venom was better. That's what you're saying. No. In a way. No. Wait, I didn't say better. No. I was saying more accurate because I still say it's <laughs> bad to have a, a creature's origin that's based off another being, but you never acknowledge the other being to begin with. You can't. Venom cannot exist without Spider Man, Peter Parker. Yet they did it in the movies. Like, oh, but that's not Venom then because Venom, the yeah, symbiote, the has to have the imprint from Peter Parker. Yeah, because that was the. 90s cartoon where he goes, we're poison to you. That's why we're Venom Spider-Man. Right. There are other symbiotes that can go by other different names. But for it to be Venom, it has to go through Peter Parker. You're talking about the, yeah, okay. The personality. The 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 vengeance. Counterpoint. Yeah. The whole everything. I'm not what I am if I don't have the original thing that I hated. And that, like one of you said rejected me yeah oh i mean okay you can have yeah the venom movie was you can have it be a different symbiote or anything like that and still call it venom i mean there's other guys named jared out there you know yeah but you're our jared but you're not labeled with marvel on it on your name it's not copyrighted with (laughs) that name on it i don't know i think we do need you should lay down so he can just actually physically kick you i know lord man I'm just saying you're not as good hey, because I thought I you don't had, have a brand name. I thought I no, just I'm saying you're not that. as unique versus that is <laughs> because Sony made the Venom movie based off of the comic books that they got the license from Spider-Man through Marvel. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Alex is being a jerk. I could have said hey, him my, laying down and saying that there's not much height difference. I could have said that, <laughs> but I didn't. That would be nicer. At least people can't see him. <laughs> Thankfully. Do you, do you want the end of my riot punch? No, I'm good. 
So yeah. anyway, he Spider-Man. Tissues? He, he might need a tissue case. We do have tissues somewhere. <laughs> We're over there. I... Anyway, so Spider-Man and <laughs> Venom. <laughs> yep, that that was honestly all I had. Though. Okay. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> I was uh... going to take a drink and be done. I, I mean, we can throw in. Um... She's done doing shots now. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it's PG, uh, to, they can't see it. To mention the the maker and Reed Richards, he actually helped at the end of Spider-Man and Venom's team up. They kind of still stab Venom in the back and they're like, oh, you're still too dangerous. Reed Richards comes in with a sonic weapon and like... Uh, Pew-pews? Uh, yeah, pew-pews him and they take him off and like put, put, put him, him in... Can, yeah, put him yeah, put him in a jar. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. And I think that that leads into some of the... The goblin stuff, because eventually the goblin gets pieces of the venom symbiote. Actually, the carnage symbiote. Well, probably all of this. Yeah, all like, of at some point or other. Do you guys no, read no, the entire Ultimate Spider-Man? No. I should. Okay. It kind of did the same thing as X-Men. Venom. It really went yeah, up and down. But their their version of Venom in that, I think the last time I saw him was he got sucked into some gun thing from some character that flew off with him. Could be. Oh, no, that'd we be never, interesting. And we never saw him again. Yeah. I, I'll be honest, so. I never really read the Ultimate Universe. Uh, I did Spider-Man because I liked the I, Spider-Man one, but... I read Ultimatum. But I read the Ultimates. Those were awesome. Those yeah. were good. Those were freaking awesome. The Thor one, the Fantastic Four. I think they had a Thor miniseries or something. They? Yeah. The, they pretty much had a miniseries for all the main Marvel right. ones. Did they but, weren't that great. But yeah, there were reasons why they were only minis and they didn't do more. Because yeah. like, and hey, that hey, story's done. done. Uh, Adrian, your rivalry. With me. Batman. And? Batman. And? Batman. And? Batman. Look at that adds Batman up. Batman is a complex man. <laughs> I, you Batman could say Batman versus Bruce Wayne. You could say Batman and Bruce Wayne. I could see, totally see that. Uh, no, because even no, today's... because Bruce Wayne's the mask. <clears throat> yeah, but that's... That's still a rivalry. That's a rivalry. How do you deal with but, yourself? But... Those two aren't really fighting each other. They're protecting each other. Bruce Wayne protects Batman while Batman protects Bruce Wayne. So not a rivalry. So not a rivalry. Wins. Yeah. A coping mechanism. I'm sorry? I think they still have some fights. Like, their Mm -mm. method of going about those things are different sometimes. Yes. Like, when he's doing the Batman of Zura and Awe, uh, like we saw a couple issues ago of Batman, um, he does get in his own way a bit. So, but in general... Nah, you're right. They protect each other. Uh, the the one that I was thinking about, uh, and and uh, not comic book, uh, but they've brought in uh, the Phantasm relatively recently. Uh, was uh, what the 1995 animated movie? Animated movie, the the Mask of the Phantasm. We see a love, a genuine future love, uh, a, a love interest with a legitimate future enter Bruce's life. <coughs> Uh, it hits the fan, and they are they are torn asunder. And a, as time goes on, the phantasm reappears, and it's his ex love. <coughs> and 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 the one part in the whole movie that's like, oh dang, like she just put you in your place. And he 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 takes her by the shoulders, and because she's hunting, physically like hunting the Joker, uh, she is killing everybody as the phantasm and he he asked her and and it's kevin conroy rest in peace kevin conroy and he's like andy what will vengeance solve and she's like 
if anyone else knows the answer to that, it's you. <clears throat> and he just kind of backs away like, never, never, never mind. I, 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 I got nothing, right? So, <clears throat> and that's what I mean about Batman versus Batman versus Batman. He's always got a conflict within himself. Uh, we, we're talking about Injustice because obviously we're reading Injustice. Um, and, and there's conflict there constantly with himself, with his rules. And we see that all of the time. We see that in 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 in, in um, the Red Hood movie. What? Nothing. I'm. He's playing with his headset and it's picking oh, up the mic. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Jason Todd's like, why would you let the Joker kill me? And it, not even forget about everybody else he's killed. Why didn't you let your vengeance take over when he killed me? And I'm sorry, it must be too hard. And and and, and Batman's like, no. If anything, it's too easy to cross that line. But once you do, you know, it's 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 game over. You've become exactly what. You've been fighting for the fighting against this whole time, and then so you're it, Superman. I'm sorry. Then you're Superman in injustice. Sure, right, and uh, we can go on on that, but um, we will. Yeah, we will. Uh, but that's what I mean. Like he's constantly having to fight what he probably legitimately wants because the whole idea, the whole reason why Bruce became Batman was to never let Crime Alley happen to anybody else. So it was. He and he, I'm sure there are moments when when Bruce thinks about that night, and he's like, "If I had my abilities, then I could have just easily killed." Do we still not know who Joe killed? Chill? Is Joe that Chill. is that legit? Yeah. Is yeah. that finally like canon? Yeah, okay. it's been canon. Okay, on and enough, off, but for the most part, yes. <laughs> right? Good that's what I mean. Now, now, who Joe Chill is? That has uh, changed sure. over yeah. time. Uh, yeah, at one point it was the Joker in the movies. Sure. And I thought that was really good, the way they did that. Um, so he's constantly fighting himself. He's constantly having to fight crossing that line night after night because he's he's going to constantly see himself as a kid in all of these crimes. So Batman versus Batman versus Batman as far as a rivalry goes. Because they do want each version of Batman in his head wants the same thing. He just doesn't want Crime Alley to happen again. And there are so many ways he, to, he could accomplish it. And yet, every night he chooses the harder path. Right. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, any other quick rivalries they want to mention? I've always loved the uh, the Gambit Rogue rivalry, which they've kind of like... Hmm. Kind the of like the a, romantic rivalry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of the, I thought about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to win you over. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to win you over. No, I'm not. That back and, and forth. And then they get married. Which is really cool because Gambit, you know, he he is the anti-guy and she is the anti-girl, right? What she doesn't want is the physical. She really legitimately wants it emotional but can't because of her physical uh, mutant power. She just kills anybody. And he's like, no, I don't just want you for your body. I want you for you. And so that's always – I've always liked that story. Not just because he hangs out with Leonardo. I'm going with the song. Oh, wait. She likes me for me. <laughs> Stop it. That's a reference. Adrian got yeah. it eventually. Yeah, uh, I never understood that song. So. It's, I mean, it was a Deep different cut. time. Yeah. 
Uh, for me, another rivalry, uh, I would say uh, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson. Especially because when Dick's like, no, I'm done being Robin. I won't be Nightwing. Mm-hmm. I won't be... I won't be Batman, but my own way. Right. And I want to have my own town and everything. And, like, well, and they, they both try to solve things. I still think he is going all about it the wrong way. Change the name of the freaking town well, first. I mean, yeah, what town was he in? I uh, he, he, went, went, he moved to Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven. Well, okay. I thought that that was <clears throat> an, an insane asylum. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to come to a place where there's... You know, great shopping and great eating. Or, well, then come to Bloodhaven. Or yeah, I think it's actually, it's actually Bloodhaven because it's the umlauts over the U. Yep. But yeah. it still it, sounds rough. Is is Bloodhaven in America? Yeah. Then everybody's going to call it Bloodhaven. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. and in like any time it's mentioned in TV shows or anything like that, it's been called Bloodhaven. Well, I mean, yeah. So, but uh, I always think that's a good rivalry of like, oh, I saw what you're doing. You saved me. Thanks for the training, and everything. But. See ya. <laughs> We're going to do a different way now. Be political. Be the mayor. But. Change the name of the town. But. First. <laughs> they've So they started this whole thing where Nightwing and Batman, they drifted apart completely. They were very not friendly with each other. Well, I'm saying like, but, but there's uh, that rivalry no, though too. The, the story that, arc. But uh, during, uh, I think it was, um, uh, uh, shoot. Bang. Identity crisis. <laughs> Uh, they're like, hey, Nightwing, Batman's kind of going off the reservation. Can you let us know what he's doing? And he goes to the cave and he's just like, hey, Batman, you were right. They do want me to spy on you. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so it's like, no, there's a bond there that's stronger than anything that they've Mm -hmm. got. It's just outward appearance. Yeah, they don't get along at all. And that's why it's it's a rivalry. Right. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, it's not a fight or anything. It's kind of like sibling rivalry. Like you still love each other, but you're... You're working together, but you still want to be better than that. Right. The end game is the same, but they're going about it through a different right. different I directions. I don't want you to lose anyone else. I want you to lose the me. Just me. Exactly. Like, I want you to have second place. Right. I want I want first place. That sort of thing. Yep. So uh any other quick ones you guys yep. can think of? Um Spider Man and Doctor Octopus is a fun rivalry sometimes because especially when the superior uh Spider Man issues took place where octopus literally took over his body and was like i'm gonna be a better spider-man now mm. i'll be, be- I'm not only a better spider-man but a better peter parker also and get you a doctorate by copying my own work yeah it didn't end up working out well but he still but, did that though but since it got taken away does it still count yeah, yeah was, because he had it for a time he still did it it just got mm. undid i mean it's not like it got retcon wiped away from history it still happened he just, still did it i thought of jeff winger there revoked <laughs> i got my uh Degree from Columbia. Now they want me to get the one from the U.S. From America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to throw out another thing, too. Like, one of the reasons why Spider-Man and Dr. Octopus were able to work together so well, too, when they set aside their differences, it was usually for Anna Maria Marconi was a love interest that Dr. Octopus picked up, and also Aunt May. Like, those were their common oh, people that when they were in trouble... Spider-Man and Octopus would set aside their differences and be like, well, we got to help these people. Like, these are our important people. I or- always loved the uh, Parker Spider-Man versus rivalry of uh, with JJ. Oh, yeah, that too. Because yeah. they both legitimately, or all three of them, legitimately want to help people. They, yeah. they want good things for their world. Joda was trying to save the city. Right. Yeah. But by smearing... A, 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 a hero, right? Yeah, the way I <laughs> and liked yet, it. Peter Parker still works with mm-hmm. JJ. 
Well, because he needed money. Well, <laughs> sure. I always liked the way the cartoon portrayed it. At some point, um, Jameson's wife was, wasn't she murdered by a man in a mask? So Jameson was always just anti-mask. Anti-vigilantes. He, want, he wanted to mm. know. Well, not necessarily vigilantes. Like, it was a crime person, not a vigilante who killed his wife. Um, but they were in a mask. And so he was... He wants to know who people are. He doesn't want you hiding behind mm. a mask for mm. any reason, good or bad. Because if you're hiding behind a mask while you're doing good, you could do the same thing while doing bad also. You're just not getting caught for that. Mm -hmm. What do you have to hide? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, so with that, we'll move on to books that came out the past two weeks, our books of the week. Um, I'll kick it off first with a book that came out last week. That is The Last Barbarians. Uh, so is this a, the last issue of it? This is issue the number first. one, because it's not the last Barbarian. So it's like the it's second the la to last it's Barbarian. A, right, it's the last Barbarians. There's yeah, multiples of them. So saying that the person was the last It's one like the last Mohicans. It wasn't just last one. It could be the last hundred, last yeah. thousand. Well, under, compared, well, I'm just saying it could have been. The other ones died. So uh, anyway. Spoilers, I've never seen it. This is, you never read it either? Nope. Yeah, no. Funny, no. the movie and the book go backwards of each other. Okay. Yeah, just halfway. They Benjamin Button it. Kind of. Uh, so, The Last Barbarians uh, is an image book that came out last week. It's a fun uh, fantasy story where this girl and her brother are barbarians, and she's down her luck. She, They have a job to go, all right, go to this dungeon, get this artifact, bring it back, and bad stuff ensues where, like, oh, things get broken, uh, tempers flare, and... I don't know. It's just it's a fun story that I really enjoyed the art too on it. I thought it was pretty cool art. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. There's not a whole lot to say because it's a lot that happens, but not a whole lot that happens too. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's them building their adventure party. I guess is a lot of it is yeah. her and her brother just trying to their former our party. Like, well, we tried the thieves guild, we tried this guild, tried that guild, and now there's this crazy dude paladin that's like, okay, I need someone, and here we are. So let's go. Yeah, I like that they mentioned that it's frowned upon to do jobs for multiple guilds, and that's kind of why she got shunned a little bit, because she she couldn't pick a lane, and they're like, eh, you're all over the place, lady. No one wants you if you can't pick somebody. Pick uh, a guild. Right, and I like the the rules that I said. I was like, there is, at one point, there, uh, she's running away from a troll, or... Yeah, that sounds right. Like her landlord or something like that. Or no, like an actual troll like lives under a bridge troll. And oh, I thought she... you meant somebody who was just making fun of her. No, no, like gigantic about to eat her. And she like, okay, well, they have certain rules. Like, wait, do not break eye contact. Like, just use your stern mother voice on them and shame oh, them into yeah. like not eating you and everything like that. And it I was, that part. It was funny watching her belittle them. And, uh, like, it's the thing that's... So she ended me. up being the troll. Sort of, yeah. yeah. Uh, she out trolled troll the troll. troll. Uh, but yeah, it was like, it was, she was in its palm of its hand, getting ready to eat her, and it was like, it was scared, like, oh, oh, never mind, you're mean, okay, bye, sort of thing. It was I just, bet you taste as bad as you sound. Meanwhile, it's, the trolls mostly eat dead things, so like, you can imagine if you're the palm of something getting ready to eat you, the breath that, like, it, it was like, oh, that's gotta be awful. But it was a funny little, little so side story. With that, and yeah, it was just a, it was a fun issue. I who published uh, image. Okay. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I I thought it was cool. I enjoyed it. it. Came out last week. 
I had a good time reading it. I'm curious to see where they're going to go with that. Hopefully they keep the humor with it. Um, but oh, I don't too heavy handed. So the, the panda threw me the thing. The badger. Whatever. It's a badger. Whatever. Badger, badger, mushroom, mushroom. Uh, so yeah, that is the last barbarians. That's my my first one. Jared, what is one of your picks of the week? Uh, deceased worthy into gods number six of eight. Um, mainly, so this story has been kind of drawn out a little too much. I I think. Literally. But, yeah. Huh. Ha. It's got art in it. It's drawn. Ha. Um, but, uh, no, it doesn't deserve your laugh. It deserves a ha, and that's it. Yep. Ha. But uh, some good stuff's picking back up. Tom Taylor's written, written a fantastic series with all mm-hmm. the deceased books. Um, Alfred's – This the reason this is going to be my pick is the story arc that's happening with Alfred um, – from day one up until this issue, it's like we've seen him snippets of him. He's been mourning. He's been grieving, you know, angry about having to kill his sons. And um, it's all coming to head right now. And there, I don't know if it happened organically or if this was a long-term plan or what, but this slow build has been phenomenal. This is a great payoff. Of yeah, him. it's a great payoff. And I cannot wait till the next issue to see how this is going to play out completely. What I liked is that they gave him <clears> – <throat> In in this in 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 War of the uh, the Undead Gods, I loved that even through all of this, they gave him a little high uh, a little light of of return to normality in the love interest, and I'll just say yeah. It like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We can uh, drop it there. I thought it was I, I I seeing that in the last couple. Of, I'm like, you know what? All hell is breaking loose throughout all of the universe, and yet, thankfully. Somebody who's lost so much in his life, his, his the Waynes, starting from, you know, before any of this was even written, to where he is today. And yet, thankfully, he, he gets... He, he finds peace. He gets to... He gets a win. He finds he peace. He gets to mark a win on, on, on the win column. I thought that was cool. And then... Stuff yeah. happens. Stuff happens. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, other stuff does happen in this that is pretty good. Uh, if you remember, Mixel Pitalik is a zombie now, and he's fighting the Spectre. Um, Lobo's here. I don't want to give too much away because this is a, this was a very good issue. Mm-hmm. This is mostly a Lobo story. Yeah. The, with this issue. A lot of stuff. And that's yeah. okay. No, no, because absolutely. absolutely. I think the, they, the, them introducing Lobo into, into this actually makes sense. Like, oh. Why didn't he come back? It's what? a lot like Supergirl at the beginning. Like, that's right. We haven't seen this character right, around. Right. right. Yep. Yeah. But um, we do have a mother box in this. And if you remember, they came from Apocalypse. This mm-hmm. Apocalypse is where this virus started. So the and, mother box is infected. doom tubes, and, which is hilarious. Yeah. Yep. Instead of boom tube. Yeah. That was good. But um, they, the new gods who are all zombies are now know where they are. So game over, man. Yep. Game, game over. over. Game over and two more issues. Yeah. And two yeah, more right. issues. So, but yeah, this, the good, a lot of these slow burn, slow burn stories are paying off right yes. now. And I don't know if those were long-term plans or if they happened organically or if they're like, hey, this person's been doing this. Why don't we throw them in this situation now? You know, I have no idea, but Tom Taylor's writing a fantastic series. Well, and it's really cool because he handicapped himself in the first volume. Right, like he took out key he took players, out your biggest players, and and we talked a little bit bit, bit before the show. They they've gotten us to care about B list characters and right. C list characters. Like, oh, I'm worried about you know. Right, there's only one member of the Bat family around. Right, Damien. Right, 
you know and, well other than i mean the ones that were out on the streets nightwing right. batgirl tim drake all of ba- batman himself they're all dead where's jason jason i, I think is oh, he was in unkillables is... wasn't he he yeah. was in unkillables because he had because joker they... on the hood of the yeah. car what did oh, yeah what happened to jason i think he died with Gordon. keeping people alive I think so. I think when he was okay. with Gordon with the school bus with all the kids. Yeah. Okay. I think he died with that. I'm going to have to go back yeah. and reread that. I need to reread uh, the whole series, honestly. Yeah. Once this <laughs> is yeah. done, I want to go back and read it from yeah. one again. Yeah. This was such a fantastic series. So hopefully, in a while? Well, we already did volume one, but it might be an independent read on that one because there is so, so right. much. Hopefully they don't do uh, what they did with Batman Beyond or with Beyond the White Knight. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it, the ending of last issue, I was like, I, I want it to end. <laughs> just, yeah. just be done, please. Yeah. Uh, but Laura, what is one of your books that came out this week? Or your, one of your picks of the week? I'm a little torn. Did we decide, is anyone going to talk about Dawn of DC Superman? Do it. Uh, uh, if you want to, go ahead. I'll chime in, though. I'd say because that was actually my pick pick of the week. I'll right. chime in, and I don't even... I don't even I'd say that's going to be my <laughs> next... I think that's going to be Captain my and America Jerry's shows well, up. Okay. too. Then I'll do Torrent instead. No, although yeah. if you want to do Superman, go for it. Yeah, because I'll just the three the three of us can do Superman okay, for the next yeah. round. Okay, yeah, we're gonna you know go all in. But anyways, Torrent was technically last week, uh, the week of two fifteen. Um, sorry, February fifteenth, and the only tough thing on this one was it it was a good story, but everything that happened is kind of a spoiler. It's really a good setup. It sets a great um layout the main character her name is michelle metcalf and her superhero person what are you talking about Cracker jack torrent torrent it came out last week oh yeah, oh, i don't, oh, I don't oh, have yeah, a book yeah, yeah. of it so no, that's fine um it was also by mark guggenheim justin greenwood rico renzi keith wood those might have been like artists Whole bunch and- of people letters and all that too i tend to write like as many like i pretty much just have a list of names it's because, funny because yeah. Guggenheim is is what we're reading for the next podcast. He oh, he wrote yeah. He didn't FYI. Tell yet. Sorry. Oh, I didn't. Spoiler. Know. Spoiler cool. for me. But yeah, it's it. This is setting up Michelle Catla- Metcalf's life, and like she kind of has a sidekick. His name's Slipstream, and his well, his real name's Simon Bennett, and she keeps telling him, "We're, we're not. You're not my sidekick. You just keep showing up when I go out and do my superhero thing." Like. We're not really a thing, and it's she's like got Mr. her own... incredible and incredible, in, incredible, yeah, the Incredibles, yeah. But Sorry. they're they're definitely setting that up. There's That's also um, Mr. Skelton is her big nemesis, and yeah, he's he's got a plan. He utilizes what's at hand to really hit her where it hurts, and you need to read the story to see what exactly happens. But it it was. It, it's kind of like you can kind of see it coming, but it'll be, it's worth it to see see how it plays out. It's cool that you're avoiding specific topics, like you said, because it's all a spoiler and it's a lot yeah. of setup. And it's like, I, I think that's a lot of problems with some of these new books that we get that it's like, here's a big story and all at once, instead of drawing it out and building, a world building, doing proper world building. And if but, you do it well, you can suck and they're the the audience right in and be like, mm-hmm. I want to know what happens next to the thing at the place at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just 
there's a fine balance. Sometimes when you're too much world building, then I'm getting sure. bored. I'm like, right. oh, just just tell a story. I don't right. I don't care about your world yet. Like you need to give me a story that draws me into your world. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah. you're saying, mm-hmm. like I think Wind I, did a good job with yeah. that yeah. setup. Yeah, that Wind Wind is so amazing. Build I need a, to read it again. Build the <laughs> relationships and then yeah. have the drama right. versus like oh, and you have the like you said the, the hook at first like oh this is a bad thing and then here's why you care now. But don't do, here's everything. Right. Don't write the Cimmerillion first. Right. Right. Yeah. That one was rough. <laughs> but in afterwards, like, oh, that's why all of those things that I read are Matter. really important. Yeah. Right. So sometimes yeah, it so. is good to have the Star Wars reading order of like, oh, <laughs> we start in the middle, then we'll go back to the beginning. Yep. So that was Torrent. Feel free to go out and find it. Are, are there still copies on your I believe shelf? so. Okay. So go out to Alter Ego Comics and look for Torrent. Where is Alter Ego Comics? North uh, Main know. Street. <laughs> it's over yeah, there. He just gets in the car and says, Siri, go. My car. I just, it just I show up every day. I don't know how. I, I, just, I don't know how either. I, I just wipe a little bit of blood off the front and we're good to go. Is it 234? 230. 230. Oh. No, it's not. It's just a little bit after 8. Uh, hey, Jared, when do you go to the dentist? At 2.30. There you go. 2.30. Oh, 2.30. Oh, I get it. No, it took me a second. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Adrian, what's one of your picks of the week? Unfortunately, my picks are not on the wall. <laughs> uh, Maybe we could special but you order, can them. order them. But you can. And, 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 and I do want to talk a little bit about the, the website. I'm a lot more comfortable with the website. I'm even a little bit more comfortable with the app. So to all those out there in TV land, get on there and, and, and do it. Judge books by cover. Jeez. Like Comic liquid. Hub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Comic Cub. Uh, and I totally. Descriptions. There are paragraph descriptions about. No, just do the, just judge books by cover. That's uh, what not publishing is a new publish is a new publisher out there. If if you're listening, what not publishing? Do better with your marketing. Your Facebook page kind of is weak. Your website is kind of weak. But you're new. I get it. It's cool. Room for improvement. Uh, I got uh, Liquid Kill. Uh, I ordered it through Comic Cub, and it came in as it should. Uh, and <clears throat> it's a it's a story about. A girl, yeah, just a story, uh, about a girl who we, it, it, they tear into it a little bit. They give you, like, they, they we start right in the middle, and then we get a little bit of history, then we go back to the middle, and then we figure out what's kind of going on. Um, and with the world-building aspect that we were talking about, they don't build any of the world. They just put you in it, and it's a crap world, and that's really kind of all you know. Uh, but the girl is grown up and she's hunting. She needs to get somewhere for a reason. And you find out that reason at the end of the book. And it's it's a, it's a good reason. Um, but we get uh, her as an adult starting off in the book. And she's she's hurting people. <laughs> she, she is not a nice. She's not a nice girl. And she's doing it all for a good. We find out a good reason. And then we get a flashback of when she's like a, a, a knee high ankle biter. And it's like, wow, that, that was a good hook. Keep writing like that. I'm even okay with the art. It's a little bit of that scratchy stuff that we've talked about before that I've not ever really liked, 
but um, it works for the story. And 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 um, there are a couple of cheesy things, like there's cyber ninjas, but it doesn't seem like a cyberpunk world, and it seems kind of waterworldy. But then there's land everywhere. Uh, it, there are things about it that I'm like. Is it raining a lot? Uh, no, okay. but it's always dark, right? Uh, it's good. I, I really enjoyed it, and for what it is, it's called Liquid Kill. Kind of corny. That kind of caught my 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 uh, attention. And because it's Liquid Kill, they use some of the uh, old Metal Gear Solid art for one of their covers, which I thought, okay, that works if you're a Metal Gear Solid fan at all. That'll make sense to you. Um, <clears throat> what not publishing? They released a book last week, the Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah, book. exiled. Yeah, it was. I looked at it. It was okay. Uh, I like this one better. Um, hopefully, he just wasn't trying to recreate the the Kino thing with 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 Berserker. Um, so hopefully that does well. But what not publishing? New publisher um, and. Uh, I probably should tell you authors and artists, but I'm not going to. Because they're not right there on the cover, so it's hard to... Well, they are. Just the last names, so... Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> it was good. I liked it. There we go. And the rest of our picks of the week, uh, we all agreed, is Superman number one that just came out this week. I didn't agree. This is probably one of the first times all three of us have chosen a Superman book as a top I'm pick. sitting right yeah. here. There's that, four of us. But you didn't of, pick it. But the, didn't even read but it. But th- of the three of us... Three of the four of us that read it, all three of us, it was our pick of the week. Okay. It was yep. good. The art is awesome. Like The Eve. art looks really good. Yeah, uh, part of me, part of why I read it was because I don't like Superman. I was like, I should give him a chance. It's a number one. Let's see what happens. Crap, this was Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, this Lois picks up, Lane was fun. This, this picks up yeah. right after Action Comics 1050. So, sure. sp- spoiler alert for 1050, that was the return of Kal-El, the official return of Kal-El. And Lex Luthor basically uh, one more day Superman, where the entire world forgot the identity of who Superman was. Oh, I didn't um, know they knew. Yep, he yeah. revealed, it was like three or four years ago, he yeah. came out publicly like, oh, I'm Superman, a.k.a. Clark Kent, this is who I am. Uh, but Lex Luthor cast a... The spell of sorts. The he has someone that had powers that oh, was able to mind wipe everybody except for the Justice League members and his immediate family. Uh, so Lois still remembered his, his parents, parents, and and John still remembered too. Yep. Uh, so everyone forgot the memories of John and Kal El because yep. John was the Superman at the time while Kal El was off planet. Uh, but yeah, this picks up right after that. Like, okay, well, here's the story. Go. I loved the opening where he's battling Livewire and he keeps hearing someone talking to him. And it turns out it's Lex Luthor just making casual conversation to him while he's in prison. Superman's super hearing is picking it up. And he's just talking, why don't you use your heat vision on her? Just take her out. You know, use her freeze breath. You know, he just keeps going on and on. And he's like, just, just quit talking. <laughs> do, you know? do the brutality of it and yeah. everything. It was it well, was fun. And I liked how later on where uh, – Clark was like telling Lois, like, yeah, there are certain voices I've I'm always listening to. I'm listening to you, listening to my parents, listening to John, listening to Batman. Yep. And listening to Lois is like Bruce. And he's like, Yeah, Bruce. (laughs) Right. Like these are the voices I'm always listening to, no matter what that 
these are the ones I'm listening to. Like, and Lex knows that too, that he's yeah. one of the voices. Right. So Lex just, he's in prison just casually talking. And the other prison guards are like, quit talking to yourself. You know, you'll go to Arkham because you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, I want to say, wasn't that the subtitle of this whole uh, issue, Voices in to, Your Head? Yeah. Be. You go to Arkham, you're crazy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, or Bloodhaven is what I thought. Yeah, Bloodhaven. and Strikers. Yeah, voices in your head. You're right. I missed that. <laughs> Guess I should read the titles. Wasn't Striker <laughs> the Marvel one? Uh, I think that's Rikers. Riker. Yeah, Riker. Riker's Island. Riker's Island. Riker's Island. Yeah, is Marvel. Yeah, because yeah. that's there's where Arkham Tombstone and, and there's... Um, Joseph Robbie Robertson were incarcerated. Okay. Oh, there's another superhero prison in in DC. Um, the Raft. No, that's or Marvel. sorry, sorry, Marvel. Nope. <clears throat> I can't think of what it's called. The Negative Zone. LexCorp. No, just kidding. Yeah, oh, where's Zod? That place. Um, the Phantom Zone. The Phantom there's Phantom that, Zone. but there's another, like, Earthbound that holds, um... Villains. Like, all the super-powered villains. Anyway, it doesn't yeah, matter. it doesn't matter. It's not in this issue. The Institution. No. <laughs> the, no, no, no. Like, it's a crazy... Not, not like Arkham, but it's actually got name, institution, like... Whatever. It might. I can't... doesn't matter. Not in the book. Yeah. It was just it just popped in my head and I'm like, what is it? I can't think of it. So, uh, but on. Lex Luthor's in prison, as we mentioned yeah. earlier. Uh and he's given away the rights of LexCore and all of its subsidiaries to Superman. And renamed it Supercore. And named it Supercore. I love how it's like, okay, we're giving it to the Superman, but not Clark Kent because people no don't one know knows that. who that is. Yeah. Can so, we back up for just a second? I want to point out something the art does really well. So they're having a conversation and they're talking and then Clark just tunes them out because he's listening to Lex. And the art like grays out Lois and Jimmy Olsen in this panel to where it shows that, yeah, Clark's no longer listening to them at all. Um, The art tells a very good story in this book. Well, even before that, before the – or right after the head title where it says Superman, it has a quick flashback of right. Superman's origins where yeah. the lightning bolt and then like, okay, you see uh, Jor-El and – Laura. Laurel. Give, Just you know, Laura. Laura? Okay. Uh, putting him in the rocket ship. Like, Is that Superman's mom's name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I did not know that. Martha. Oh, I knew that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it has the whole origin of Superman, like, up to this point, the, the highlights of everything. Yeah. Like, I love that. How is it like, oh, in case you didn't know, here's everything about his past. Like, it's all in his cape. But, so it has that red hue to it. And yeah. Everything. And I liked the uh, one flashback. It's a chess club or chess tour. Small little chess <laughs> tour. So he's playing chess. I with, like With that. Lex. Yeah, I just liked with that. A, with Lex that had yeah. a head, uh, head of yeah. hair. So. Yep. So that was fun. That's why I didn't recognize him. Uh. But yeah, the, the art on this, uh, honestly, the art is what caught me on this. It's like, okay. Same here. Uh, I'll try it. It's not Tom Taylor writing Superman. I don't really care about Superman, but I'll it's read this. Joshua Williamson. Yep. And, and I Campbell. don't recognize it. Well, I, he's the writer. He's the writer, but I don't know who's the, like, I don't know much of his work. I can't th- place him on any other things I've read. Um, the artist is Jamal Kim- Campbell. Jamal Campbell, Yeah. And letterer Ariana Mayer, but like Meyer? yeah, everything on this. So, the art was yeah. great. I love seeing big old uh, Clark Kent on a little laptop, like big yeah, muscles. Like he looks yeah. so uncomfortable. <laughs> it reminds me of Mister Incredible, like that little bit. Yeah, physique In the insurance of, company. Yeah, I mean it's just ridiculously 
I mean, yeah, and his glasses looked weird too. His glasses made his face look small. Oh yeah, yeah, but it's it's cartoony of how big he is. Yeah, on that tiny little cubicle. Right, but Livewire looked good. Their parasite looked good. I thought he looked a little bit more uh, monstrous. I guess you could say. Um, And the ending that's kind of like coming to Superman in the future is these blurry shots that you don't know what's what um and the ending panel has a character there that's this is a first glimpse of a new character folks so it's gonna be no a... that's not well the, yeah, the other one is yes the other yeah. one yeah the one's not but yeah you're right so i'm like looking at the one i'm like no he's he's been there there's a brand new so, character that's a glimpse yes. char- appearance in this which yep. i hate so much but whatever yeah whatever but uh, it's to be continued in Night of the Parasite. So we're going to get a parasite story for our first arc. So An- this Another part uh, of this that I liked and got a kick out of, um, Lex set it up that if Superman does not take control of oh, Supercorp, yes. then it's going to be disbanded and like half of Metropolis will lose their jobs. Yeah, it's going to so completely shut down. Yeah, yeah if Lex, Superman doesn't do it, he's going to ruin Super- yeah. Metropolis's economy. <laughs> yeah, Lex cornered Superman into having to do this, and it's like, ooh, like, what's Lex got up his sleeve? Right. Like, why does he need Superman to do Which this? Which I, I, I like the way Lex is talking about this. He's like, no, I've learned, like, you are a necessity. So yeah. instead of fighting against you, I'm going to utilize you. Right. And... Lex has been one that claims he's always there for the greater good of humanity and Earth. He always yes. thought within that, like, but Superman was the problem, that, and right. people like him could be the problem, so that's why we try to stop him. Now, uh, eh, I mean, it's one of those, like, <laughs> because can you trust someone 100% with that power? Yeah. Un- unchecked? So, like, you can't necessarily blame Lex for being leery. Like, hey, you could go, like, yeah, you're good right now. You're you're the Boy Scout, but you could ruin everything, right? A la injustice. Yep. So, yeah, Superman. I uh, I think we can kind of stop there. I don't want to give any more spoilers or anything like that. Um, or did that come out last week? No, it came up. Okay, yeah, that came, came out this week. Okay, I thought so. I'm like, I don't want to yeah. give too much away because there's some good stuff in there, and I'm really looking forward to the future of Superman right now. Um, keep this team. They're doing a good job just on this first issue. I, I'm ready to see where they're going to go, and I'm going to put this on my pull list yeah. here. The uh, art in that reminds me of some of, like, <clears throat> the Rocketeer stuff. A little recently, bit. Where it's it, it, it wants to call back to a time gone by, you know, where... A little bit, and yeah. how we remember that time was shinier. Uh, it's kind of cartoony, but not full cartoon. Right. Like. Right, yep. Um, uh, it gives it that that nice yeah, and the way uh, they, balance of fantastical versus right. real. The way they portray Metropolis, I think, is what gets me. It's like the shining jewel of the DC mm-hmm. universe. It's like the what city other tomorrow. cities... Yeah, the city of tomorrow. Uh, it's what other cities should aspire to be too. Everything is clean, crisp. You know, it, from a distance. From a distance, right? But it's that it's that style. You know, sure. Yeah, yeah. And they he does a, this artist does a phenomenal job with that. I just added the Rocketeer to my pull list, the the new book that's about to start up. So I'm kind of hoping to see some of this art in there. It kind of reminds me of like a Pixar cartoon. A little bit. It has like a Pixar. Okay, I could see that motif to it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird to describe, but it, like, it definitely is the opposite of Batman. Yeah, it's it, got it, a, it is. 
it's I think what appeals to me the most about this it is a grounded Superman story where, so far so far where he is actually having relationships communication he's talking to different people you know what I mean this is a Clark Kent story yes very much so and I think those are the best Superman stories is when he has great interactions with the other supporting cast right why do people look up to him because right. he is looking out for the good right. Yep. Not just because he can destroy everything with right without it, even trying. It's like I've said many times before. No one cares about him fighting a giant monster. The, one of the best Superman stories is where he uh, stopped the one girl from committing suicide. Um, she was about to jump off the uh, roof because her therapist missed her appointment, yeah. and Superman shows up and he's like, "Hey, he really was running late," and he just floated there next to her and didn't never did anything and just waited till she was ready to go. I mean, you know, but like for this. When he's fighting Livewire, he could have destroyed her easily. Right. If you listen to Lex, like, oh, just do this and that, and then the problem's solved. And he's like, no, I'm not going to just, like, kill her. Right. Like, I'm going to do it my way in a heroic leadership way. Right. Do it the hard way, not yeah. the easy way. So, yeah. Uh, your other pick of the week? Uh, my final one will be Forever Forward. Uh, it's 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 that Scout Comics book that, we, that I got uh, some time ago. Um, <clears throat> It was a time traveling book where he could only um, he could only travel forward, right? And <clears throat> he unfortunately brings his friends with him. And I think it was by issue two, I even said I already know how this is gonna end because there were certain things going on with his love life, with his friendships, with the world around him. I'm like, and it's 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 time travel. We. All are experts on time travel, obviously. We will have had been experts on time travel. <laughs> um, so, I, I, and it did end exactly the way I expected it. And I'm okay with it. Uh, it. It was refreshing. It was a simple story. Point A, point B. Uh, good drama, good action. Uh, a little weak on the art. It's not my style of art, but um, I'm okay with that. The The story drew me in, and it was five issues. Uh, when I go to look through my comic books, I'll be like, oh, I remember that one, and I'll, I might pull it out to read again, you know, sometime again uh, in the future. <laughs> uh, Forever Forward, it was, it, was, it was a solid book. There was a couple teases to maybe... They could do another book about a different character, but I doubt it. It's a VN question mark. No, no, not even that much. Like, 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 uh, the me you love in the dark. That one definitely had the end question mark. This is, eh, you could do it if you really wanted to. You could have a spinoff. It could, but this but story it is done. It really, yeah, this, yeah, that's it. Yeah, this story done. Yeah, uh, fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so with that, we'll move on to the book club book of the week or bi week or yeah, it's the week of yeah, this week we do the podcast, uh, which is Injustice: Gods Among Injustice. Us Year One. If you don't want spoilers on that, then Adrian, what are we going to be reading for oh, two weeks from now? Uh, the last flight out. No, yes, is that what it's yes, called? The last flight out. No, just last flight out. Bye. Well, it's not even the Mark Guggenheim, uh, and uh, illustrated by Eduardo. Ferigato. Uh, Domo Arigato. Um, 
Long and short, is it's an end of the world book. And it's a and it's a Dark Horse comics issue. And it's a Dark Horse uh, book, yes. Uh, came out in 2022. Um, I read it in singles. I praised it a lot when it was coming out in singles. Um, I'll, I'm curious to see how it'll read and trade in one setting. So. Sure. I'm interested to see, because we had talked about it yesterday a little bit, if my ending that I, based on what you told me, is what it is, and how, like I've already predicted the whole book already, so. Uh, I'm going to have fun reading it. So We'll see what happens. I think. Uh, we'll talk about that in two weeks. Uh, so, but in the meantime, Injustice, Injustice, this was my least second time reading. It might have been third time reading it. How about Same you guys? Here. Yeah, first about third, yeah. Second or third for me. Laura's first time reading it. Oh, okay. Uh, Laura, with it being your first time reading, what was your overall impressions on this? I really enjoyed it. I It gave me a lot of Civil War vibes from... The Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Which makes I, sense. I do think it was, that was the intent. Like, do we trust super people to have the best of intentions with their superpowers? Do they need to be policed a little more? And Intentions? Like, I don't know if the intentions was ever the problem. It was more the outcomes. Sometimes. Super good people, super people, superheroes. Yeah. We always superheroes. trust their intentions. It's... It was How did they the, get there? the discipline, the outcomes, uh, at least with, with, with Civil War, it was don't fight when we're all going to get hurt. Don't yeah. fight here. Yeah. yeah. To some extent, yeah. Um, the only thing I didn't like was I, although I realize now that this was year one. Like when I got to the end of this oh. series, I was like, oh, there's more. And I was like, "Oh, there's more." Like it was, a lot more. it was disappointing because I, ever, did, I wanted more, but I didn't realize how much more there was. Did you guys ever play the video game? I no. did not. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of a pseudo gamer. No, I'm no, a no. I'm a fake gamer. I don't like Mortal Kombat games. That's I what don't it is. like sure. button mashing games. It's, it's a Mortal Kombat. Is all Mortal Kombat is. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but yes, I played a little bit. I'm just like, it's not for me. Yeah, sure. So the story's in there though, and it yeah. takes place five years. The game right. takes place five years after this, because okay. the game has the uh, the initial where um, Superman goes crazy and kills Joker. Boom. Then Batman from that time jumps to five years later. He, like he jumps through all of it. Like this story arc, he's absent in. It's mid of the reign of Superman. He's a full dictator. Everything. That's how the game goes. Oh yeah, the game. The game. Yes. This is how he gets there. But right, this yeah, is yeah. the because technically the game has two Batmans in one sort of because there's the one that lived it versus the one that time jumped to that point. It was a different universe. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. This is the the fall of mankind and the fall of Superman. Really, yeah. I would say. Um. I thought it was very. Um, so within the first 10 pages, Jimmy Olsen gets murdered. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, whoa, they're starting off strong. Yeah. The first time mm-hmm. I ever read mm-hmm. this, you know, and it still packs a wallop this time reading it through. It, you know? What I love is like the second page. Like, okay, here's the hook. Yeah. <coughs> We're pregnant. Yep. And then it's like, oh, he killed Jimmy. Goes, yeah. What, what's going to happen? Yeah. Where, where are you going? He killed Joker, ends up, goes to Metropolis. Kills Jimmy Olsen and kidnaps Lois right off the bat. Uh, and for me, throughout the running thing through this whole thing, Harley Quinn is the comic comedic relief of the entire series. Agreed. Yes. Some of her stuff I with Green Arrow is the best. The yeah. Arrow Cave. Really? Shouldn't it be called the Quiver? Because yeah. I loved that. Yeah. It's actually better. 
and, yep. and calling back to it so many times. I love right. callbacks. And, as, uh, and her mustache why, thing. Why do you yes. need a mustache? No one should ever have to explain the reason for a fake mustache. Right. And they just immediately agreed. Yep. Why and you, uh, one of the a... best one is, uh, is that a boxing glove arrow? Yeah. Why? why do you have a boxing glove arrow? Because I want to punch somebody who's really far away. Okay. And then he like immediately yeah, did it. It was fine. Well, and Harley's <laughs> yeah. like, I can okay. totally relate to that. I get that. I totally you know, get that. I love their dynamic in this. It was so great. It was such it's, a sibling bond, really, between the two. And, no, and it who would have thought? Syndrome. Well, I mean, <laughs> she said well, so. Yeah. But who would have thought yeah. Green Arrow and Harley Quinn having this good of dialogue together and sure. having these much fun of, of pieces together? It's like I mentioned a minute ago the cable and Deadpool. Right. combo like it, right. it just works like it he's shouldn't so but, but it, it does and then uh, Black Canary there also it's like okay more like a sibling is more like a child where Harley is the adopted daughter of Green Arrow <laughs> from a certain sure. point yeah. and like well On, they could have easily written her to be a little bit jealous of Harley like right. why are you getting to have this kind of dialogue with my guy but she wasn't he's at all. mine she was like right but like, they could right you're a non-threat you're, no threat. you're yeah. a non-threat like <laughs> You're just crazy. It is what it is. Like, and I love that because, uh, I mean, arguably, Harley has gone through the most trauma of all this. She lost yeah. the love of her life also, other than Superman. She's crazy. Though. Well, y- yeah. And so is he. I, I said arguably uh, that, like, her and Superman are the most relatable at that point. They can relate to each other more than anybody else because, like, oh, we both lost the love of our life with and because of this she's incident. like, one of the most hunted people on Earth being the Joker's girlfriend who was there. You know, who had a part of it, right? That, so, so, she's like number one on Superman's watch list. She yeah. they don't, they don't she really touch be. base on that in this book, but it's like she's but always that hidden is why... at the quiver. She's always hidden right. with green air. You know, <laughs> so yeah, I did get confused by that. I forgot that. I forget who asked she made Gunter Lobo go kaboom. To f- oh, is that what happened? Okay, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry, you. I did not answer Superman, your question. Superman hired Lobo to find her. Okay. Yeah. Did they right. ever say exactly why? I never understood why Superman wanted her cause because she never she's showed up. Joker's probably girlfriend. that's it. Yeah, okay, that was just it. That's it. Guilty mm-hmm. by okay. association. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Well, and then she was on the sub too with him, like on yes. Gunther. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, so it was not my association. He, she was there. Yeah, she was, she was she there. Was, she took part of it as well, which was really okay. cool because I mean, you know, not, uh, let me backtrack a little bit, which was really interesting because she didn't know. That Lois was pregnant. Right. Yeah, and so when Batman says knew. something like, sure, but it's, <clears throat> she questions it. Baby. Like, mm-hmm. she, she there might have been a again. moment of like, no, this is a bad idea because there's a baby. Right. Yeah. I, even She won't cross that line sort of thing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but the, the, the question is like, right. oh, as the audience, as the reader, maybe she could have stopped this. Yeah. Maybe that's why the Joker didn't tell her. Or or Joker didn't know Joker also. Joker didn't know. Right. I mean, Superman just found out, and Batman only sure. found out because he's the world's greatest detective. But he's cutting Lois open. But, but that was after he'd already killed But that's killed also her. attaching the bomb to her heart. Oh, sure. To her heart. That was to her heart, not yeah, to the uterus. Sure, 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 sure. So that's... Uh, they're separate I, enough. I, I always give the Joker way more credit because he... Whether or not he claims to have a plan or not he has a plan and he mm-hmm. knows what he's doing he is always playing 5d chess right, right. with everybody yeah. 
So I, I still think for what he intended, it was enough for him to kidnap and kill Lois. That he didn't need to. Yeah, sure. Go after Superman's baby. He, as sure. Well. Yeah, uh, the baby was not the. No, was he, not known. No, was not no, known. I think the, not the target. Yeah, I don't think uh, it was you know known. What? But I don't. I think if Joker would have known, I think that would have pushed him to do it further. Right, because, because yeah. he wanted to kill Lois and. But the he, one he wanted thing to kill Lois I, and Metropolis. He did Well, the one thing that they do not say in this. How did the Joker know who Superman was? I mean... Because he does not reveal that until later in the book. So how did he know to pick Lois that she was the one? I mean, how, I mean they've established he's always that, rescuing yeah, her. And they've, they've established that Joker has known who Batman is, too. That's he true. doesn't care. Like, yeah. it's... Like, well... Again, 5D chess. Right. With everybody. That's true. You know? Yep. And so, yes, how, if nothing else, how many times have you known? So, well, you obviously are rescuing this person right. more than anybody but, else. Uh, before we go into much further, let's kind of explain the plot a little bit more. So Superman or Joker and Harley uh, kidnap Lois after they kill Jimmy and attach a uh, su- dead man switch on her to where if, to her she, if her heart goes, if her heart stops, a bomb, a nuke is going to go off in Metropolis. Mm-hmm. They then kidnap and pretty much kill they do kill uh dr jonathan crane who's yep. the scarecrow to get his fear toxin mixed with a little bit of kryptonite it makes superman hallucinate that he's seeing doomsday, doomsday. so he grabs doomsday and just <coughs> goes straight up into space well it's batman's in his ear and it's like stop what stop what you're doing it's not real let's her go and it's lois right who is pregnant and superman just killed his wife and his unborn child what um speaking to callbacks that that's how the the book starts is he hears the heartbeat he hears one heartbeat the double heart and then he hears yeah. two heartbeats from the same person yeah and then when he takes lois into space it, it says something like and then There's both no, heartbeats yeah no stopped. heartbeats and stuff it's like yeah jeez uh, yeah that was very heartbreaking but uh superman that but so once that heartbeat stops a nuke goes off in metropolis and destroys his entire city except for Lex Luthor. Yeah, who's in a who uh we'll who has, to, who has a, a speedster on payroll yep. in case anything happens to immediately get him into safety. You know what yep. though? That the speedster I mean, wasn't the flash and couldn't outrun the blast though. Well the, no, the speedster oh, could outrun the blast. He went were, back to rescue. They went back to rescue some some more people too, but it couldn't make it in time. Oh, did they say that? I must yeah. have missed that. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah and it was she a got him into yeah. his was box. It, was it Jesse Quick? I don't know who she was. Did I don't they think, name her? I don't think they named her. Okay, yeah. it may have been so, Jesse. It looked, she gets Luther into his box, and then she's like, "I, I gotta go. I gotta I, help more. I can and save then more." And she, she does. Can, she no. She does save a couple. Uh, I thought they said that oh. she couldn't get anybody. Anyway, like, no. she got or in, put him out, him whatever, to, and then like, was the place to yeah. go. And Anywhere? Lex wasn't gonna let anyone in. Which that's true. Again, uh, you know, whatever, but. <laughs> The, if she's moving that fast out, run a nuclear blast. There's no way human legs can teleport from another spot. He'll turn liquid. That moving that speed, like oh, and gone. But they've talked about that in other things, right? So comic book science, right? Yeah, right. Yes. That's true. Right. Yeah, but like, um, who? Uh, let's see. It was in one of the Ultimate books. Uh, Pietro tells Wanda to hold her breath. Oh, uh, it was in the. It was in the. It was in the first X Men Ultimate book. Hold your breath, because. Like with Ant-Man, when he goes up in size, we've seen that in, 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 in the normal stuff now, he always has like a like a face mask on because the smaller oxygen molecules would do squat for him at a right. large size or at a tiny size, right? So he has his own oxygen in either form, right? I never um, about that. Or the one was 
if I think they asked him one of a speedster, why do you always stop and then we go? Because if I don't grab you by the neck and support you Your when we snap. leave, it's gonna snap. Because I think they did that in the it was one of the X Men movies. It was the Days of oh, Future maybe. Past. Yeah, maybe where mm-hmm. you showed Pietro like he grabbed. <laughs> Grab them by the base of the No, there was skull. dialogue, but yes. Where, it, but what I'm referencing. see that, though. Yes. Yeah, to stop with that. But, to your point, aliens. <laughs> right. No, yeah. The, the Kevlar suit. <laughs> yeah. The Kevlar yeah, suit. Yeah, the Kevlar yep. suit. So, but uh, Superman, after his, you know, Lois is dead, um, Jimmy's dead, the whole city gets nuked. He basically Which goes means, in. Which uh, means uh, Perry. Yeah, Perry. Yep. The Daily Planet. Everybody. Everybody. Clark Kent probably knows and loves is, is dead. So except what, for his family. So he, except for his mom and dad, um, because they're Smallville. Not, they're in Smallville. But uh, so he goes and he runs his hand through uh, Joker. He just punches him straight through. Kills he him. Rips. I don't just punch like he rips the heart it, straight yeah. through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that leads to a civil war of sorts. Yeah, that is that leads Superman down a path of I'm going to become this dictator. You're going to play nice with each other. We're going to end wars. You're not going to fight. No crime or else. And that all sounds really nice and good, but the problem is it all comes from a a really weak Superman. We get that, like. He gives up on humanity at that yeah. point. No, no, no. Yeah. What I mean to say no, is this Superman starts weak. Not with hearing his kid's heartbeat, right? But what happens when he first realizes that Lois has been kidnapped? He panics. Yeah, he panics and goes after goes and to Bruce. He goes to Bruce but and he not, starts speaking in a way. I think it's justified a little bit. The Joker sure, has sure. kidnapped Lois. It's not Lois has been kidnapped. Oh, let me go fly around with my X-ray vision. Sure. No, it's the Joker. Like and you said, he, he's playing D five chess. I, I can't see him. I can't hear. I can't see her. I can't hear her. Nothing. And he's even speaking in public with names and right. uh, uh, real names, not code names. Right. right. Like yeah, he, he's like, not caring about the words he's there. Like, Superman, he is in there's full people around, panic mode. You know? Right. There's people around, you right. know. But Batman soon realizes once he shows him the Joker card, oh, Joker's got Lois. Uh, Justice League, all hands on deck. Yeah, right. You know? mm-hmm. Now, that was something I noticed, too, in DC versus Marvel. The DC characters are always using their real names and their first names. Yeah. Like, it's Di- Diana is Wonder Woman. Um, yeah. I feel like Clark they've given is- up on the... Uh, secret identity yeah portion. Uh, although then it was ironic when part of the storyline was revealing bruce wayne is batman even though so many characters in this already knew but yeah sometimes i get a little lost because they'd say a, a proper name and i'm like who are they talking about oh that's this character like uh black canary i don't remember her name either uh, dinah lance Dina. okay yeah so Dinah and diana was throwing me off a little bit sure. oh, like their right. names were too yeah. close i was like wait who which one okay what I think is also a little bit heartbreaking is uh, the smile we get from Batman at, at like page three. He's like, uh, he, Superman goes to Metropolis and he's like, hey, I've got something to tell you. Come up when you're, you know, come up top when you're done beating up on bad guys. And uh, Batman gets up there and is like, Lois is pregnant, isn't she? And he's like, how did you know? And I noticed these things, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Your goofy yeah, smile. You gotta yeah. Tell. Oh, you're, you're grinning goofy. like an idiot. Yeah. And, uh, and when they go their separate ways, then 
there's a really small frame of Batman smiling. Right. And it's like he's truly happy for his friend. Right. Exactly. You know. And so that's like okay, we're gonna. We're, Tom Taylor's like, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break yeah. that. Yeah. I'm there's just, there's this yeah. nice moment. Here's some death and destruction right, on exactly. top of that to just bring it down even further. Uh, uh, but you're right. The uh, going back just a little bit more, the fake mustaches were awesome <laughs> in this book. It was not needed in this book at all, but it just adds that little bit more personality yeah. to this well, entire series. I would like to argue that it was absolutely needed. It's a little bit of levity in all the seriousness. Like we need the yeah. lighthearted right. moments every once in a while because otherwise bit. it is super depressing. It is super right. depressing. <laughs> super with superheroes. Uh, but to your point, though, I, I think what it ends up doing with the mustache and 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 Oliver and 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 and, and Quinn and uh, Green Lance. Arrow. Oh yeah. Oh, he, Black she, how does she say it? Canary? Quinn and Queen, and then he's like, yeah. "Do I had?" Did How you just use my real name? name? Yeah. But because of the way uh, year one will end, we mm-hmm. need to feel uh, that loss. We have to, yeah, yeah, we have to get attached to these characters Correct. just a little bit before right. they kill them off. Right. <laughs> well, like the, I love the, so we had that comedy of Harley Quinn, but then you have the tragedy that the Flash, like his point of view of everything. Uh, dude, oh, yeah. Right. Like with yep, the whole the kangaroo kangaroo jack or whatever yeah the one was. guy that got paralyzed it's Where, like the flash watched it happen in not only did he motion. watch it he like every single pop right. of the vertebrae like he's like he i could have done it. it i could have done anything yeah but i, I stood there during the entire time right. and did nothing flash knew he was paralyzed before the guy's nerve endings knew yeah you know that's how right that then he stood there and did nothing and that was just a great series talking um, about world building though because you're one I don't. I wouldn't say that a lot happened, even though a lot does happen. It, it we get all the triggers, all the. This is why I'm right. going to choose one side or the other. Right. This is year one into a that's building into year five, where the game takes it, place. It right. sets up some characters that are going to change sides. Also, like, oh, I right. started with you, but you're going down a path I can't follow. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, Martian Manhunter was awesome in this. Martian Manhunter was Dude, great on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alfred was great in it, too. Oh, oh I Alfred. Love, I always oh. love Alfred. He's like, Would you like some tea, Master Kent? Um, uh, oh, yes, oh, no, you, I, you please, don't have you to don't call have to me call Master. For now. Yeah, you like, better remember that. Yeah, you better remember yeah, that. It's like, Jeez, Alfred. Too. Yeah. And then, and then the like headbutt with the pill, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Alfred yeah. took the pill and then he turned him into a superhero. I'm disappointed in you. And I was like, Oh, he mommed him. Yep. Right oh, in the parents. It's like a, the one character who hits home like that, yeah. it's Alfred. The character that I enjoyed hating was Wonder Woman. Yes. She, she was such so a, manipulative. Such a good job. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait yeah. a minute. You're supposed Especially to. Especially with uh, Aquaman. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was. When she didn't yes. tell Superman what else he said. Right. He's like, tell Clark I'm sorry about Lois and. Nope, she didn't no, tell him. She didn't, no, nope, she no. she wants that animosity between Atlantis and because Superman's regime. Her her competition is out of the way now. She's the love interest for Superman now. Right now, oh. Lois out of the picture. She can actually be with him. Right and build the enemies. Like oh, he's mine now. Yeah, I didn't think it was even that, but yeah, I can. I, I, can I, see I don't that think. Being, it, I don't, don't know think that it's it would there be like, yet. Yeah, I think it's more of a subplot, subconscious plot that's mm-hmm. that's coming to fruition. Because what's her mission? What's Wonder Woman's mission? To save the world of man. And she sees that endgame through 
Clark. Yeah, finally. which is which is interesting because she's the only one I think who calls him Cal. Everybody yeah, right. else is, calls yeah. him Clark. Yep. And she's like she is falling in love, quote unquote, with the with the powerful being. Yes. With the with the the god among us, considering well, and, gods among us, and she doesn't see herself as Wonder Woman. She sees herself as Diana, princess like, of Themyscira. Right. So, do we see that in this? Uh, no. Really. But okay. I was thinking in general that like she, sure, sure. everyone else calls her Wonder Woman. Like, no, she's like I'm <laughs> Diana. You call me whatever, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And like, you can call yourself whatever, but you're really Kal El in this. Like, right? That, that's, yeah. It's like, right? She's like, I see you, who you are. Well, and it's it's cool because it's interesting because his humanity is. Literally and literally destroyed by the Joker. Yeah. His home, Metropolis, friends, everybody that was attached to Clark Kent, minus his parents, which they don't count because they see him differently. Minus Bruce. Are dead, right? Because I would say Bruce is the last last connection to humanity. Sure. Which one would argue that that's what Batman is. He's not fighting Clark. He's fighting for Clark. Yes, yeah. you're you're going down the wrong path. This is the yeah. path that I've been avoiding my entire career as a Batman. It, don't do it. Yeah, I think that's kind of even how how he wants to kind of stop him when when he breaks into the the jail. And I think he knows what Superman's about to do. And even Ma and Pa Kent are like, "Save this isn't our son. Save our son." Right? Yeah. Like they even know like he's he's gone. Right. Yeah. Another thing that threw me off at first there was that. At first, I thought it was a hologram. I think it was meant to be Superman's, like, biological dad talking to him. Yes. And at first, I thought that wasn't there. And then in the last few pages, it was talking to Clark's parents as well. And I was like, oh, that's a real thing. All of us can see that. Yeah. It's an AI. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love that dialogue there. Sorry for what I have said. Broader upon your planet or whatever. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. uh, I love that they were apologizing yeah. To a non yeah. uh, soulless thing, right? A program. I'm sorry we didn't raise your son better. Like, essentially, is yeah. kind of what they're right. saying. Like, and but, then he's at the same time, well, I'm sorry I sent him to you. But if you were in Superman's shoes up. and that happened to you, how would you react? Well, and that's, yeah, that's the, true. That's you know, the thing, though. I don't like, know how I would react to something like that. So that's, it takes I, everything from me. Yeah. <laughs> And that's you the know. whole problem. We see these characters as gods among us, mm-hmm. but they shouldn't be like us. Right. They should be able to rise above, which makes the rivalry between Batman and Batman and Batman and Batman all the better. Because he, how many times does he get made fun of? Really, dude? You just have a lot of money and a convenience belt. Right. right. And yet you choose nightly not to just belt. kill. And this, Shark repellent bat spray. And, and this, <laughs> I would say, this book makes Stoker's argument. It just takes one bad day. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that, one. Let's rate this book one to five. One being awful, five being great. Just year one. Just, just year, year one. one. Okay. Just yeah. that's we what read. we read. Uh, Laura, this is your first time reading it. So what would you rate it? Hmm, I think I need to give it my standard four for not having enough Spider-Man. But <laughs> it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. If it had had Spider-Man somehow, that would be hilarious. It would be a It'd six be a out of five. Yep. Possibly. Uh, Adrian. Possible. Uh, the art. The art was weak in a lot of the issues. I would agree with that. Especially Wonder Woman looked not um, good. That and some of the costume Maybe that's design. why I hated her. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. it was a little bit much. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. So, but they were going with the video game designs right. for sure. the costumes. Yep. So yep. I give that game. a little leeway. Yep. Uh, so uh, if 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 they had a better art, I'd easily be, be giving it a five. But we got to take everything into account. I'm giving it a four. A really good four. Jared? I actually am on the same lines with that. The art in some spots where I'm like, eh. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, the art was good. I'm going to give it a solid four as well. Uh, five if the art was better. Not a huge fan of the art at times. It wasn't great. But I'm just going to give it a five because I loved it and I want to read more of it because of that sure. too. Like, I, the story yeah. is the, like the story pushed through enough that like, okay, this was top notch and I was still giving it a five because I want to read more. I want to read years two, three, four, five. I would say that for of me, this. anything that is a one or a two, I wouldn't want to read more. Yeah. Three, four, and five, I would still probably. Right. And the odds of me increase at from three on. Right. right. If you're yeah, rating like it based off of what future is. stories are, I would give it a five, too. I want to read yeah. it that more. But if I'm do- doing the standalone, That's I would fair. go with a four. Because mm-hmm. I'm hoping for more Spider-Man. Because yes. of five. Yeah. Uh, so, a reminder, what book are we going to be reading in two weeks? The Last Flight. Out. Out. Last Flight Last Out. Flight. Not last the, Flight. Not that. La, last Flight Out. <coughs> shark Repellent reminded me of another thing I forgot to mention. It's Jeff, the Land Shark book, is also coming out soon. So pre-order your number one of It's Jeff coming out March that is a, 23rd. That is a Marvel, it's a Marvel book. book, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> About a walking shark dog or something? It's weird, yeah. yeah. Shark dog? Uh, so let's It's Jeff. a shark with... Feet. So he's Jeff. Yeah, that's all you Jeff. need to know. It's Jeff. Uh, let's move on to the last segment, <laughs> which is our heroes of the week, comic book or otherwise. I'll go first. I'm gonna say Harley Quinn because of the the mustache. Arrow Cave slash the quiver, the quiver. slash the <laughs> mustache. Just because there, you know, you don't need to explain it. And the mustache. squeaky hammer. And yes. the squeaky hammer that she she was gonna kill one. him. She was gonna kill him. Like, oh, I thought that was a squeaky one. Oh well. So yeah. Uh, whoever wants to go next for... Um, I'll go next because I'm prepared. All right. I'm going to go with Superman in uh, this new Superman series they're oh, okay. doing. Um, <laughs> this was phenomenal. I am so excited to read Superman again. Is I there more? Re- yeah. Uh, this, this was the first one. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. Another shelf. <laughs> yeah. Um, I cannot wait to see where they're going with this this Superman story arc. Um this is the first time I've been excited to read Superman in a very long time, and I can't wait for more. This is, I would say it's the first time I've been excited to read Kal-El Superman. Yeah, Kal-El Superman, not Jonathan. Uh, Laura or Adrian? I'll go with uh, my periodontist, uh, Dr. Gabrick, and drugs. I just had some <laughs> gum surgery. Super nervous about it. Any drill drill or knife knife in the mouth mouth? Makes me all sorts of nervous, nervous. And um, he prescribed me some really great stuff. And I was like, all right, man, just get in there and do whatever you need to do. And uh, yeah, he did. He did fantastic. Obviously, we've been talking for like two hours. And so. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> Whoops. Mouth can't be doing that bad. Right. It will be tomorrow. Or, or is it? <laughs> we'll uh, let the listeners be the judge. Was Adrian's mouth okay tonight? <laughs> Did you do bad things? Hey, Laura, who's your hero of the week, comic book or otherwise? I decided to go otherwise and kind of make a, a joke of uh, one of my coworkers, Andrew, uh, was very helpful last night when I needed some samples specially pulled at work. 
And it became a joke that I'll probably tell off air because at the beginning of the episode when I said, oh, I have so many inappropriate stories right now, <laughs> this is one of them. And so if I doubt Andrew's listening, but other coworkers might and they can they can get a kick out of Andrew helping me out last night to get my samples. All right. Uh, so with that, we'll say we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening, everybody, and we'll see you all next time. Giggity.